listening to Boku No Stop. Get ready to hear a long rambling story from Chris. I'm Fletcher. I'm Chris. Sorry, I was inhaling. I forgot we were recording a podcast. <laughs> we just started. <laughs> uh, I was like, Matt. I was like, I got a good thirty seconds here. <laughs> nope. <sighs> uh, All right, Mister Goodbye. Oh, uh, this is just about a. Sorry, when I went to get my wisdom teeth out. Uh, the laughing gas is uh, wild, it turns out. It's not like a count backwards from ten thing. I just said, when are you going to start the gas? And my nurse looks at me, says goodbye, and turns the nozzle, and then it's 30 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, that is how that works. <laughs> but I, lo- I love that my nurse just looked at me and said, goodbye. <laughs> she was just covering all her bases. Wild. The, there is a very then-die energy to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I swallowed a bone fragment that came out of my gums. It was great. Ooh. Kept me from sick. Didn't lose any of my vital essence. I did that with a gusher once. Swallowed a whole gusher. A gusher came out of your body? No, I swallowed a tooth in the... I swallowed a tooth in the gusher. I I swallowed a tooth when I was a kid in a uh, Chinese donut. I swallowed a tooth in a gusher, and I swallowed a tooth in an Arby's sandwich. I I didn't swallow my teeth, but I definitely cracked them a lot. You should drink some milk, and now buddy. I can't eat Arby's, which is an ironic twist. Ironic or apropos? I I actually liked Arby's, so the fact that that's one of the things I have to give up as a vegetarian is a little jarring every time I go past one. Am I the only non-vegetarian of this podcast? Wow. Well, I did not know that. You don't care about anything or anyone, Matt. It's because meat is delicious. Other, other than the free market. Like the I mean, that's the problem. Are. Meat is delicious. It, it really is a hard is decision, but it is one I made. Is it? Hey, more power to you. I don't miss it at all. The only thing I miss is the mild inconvenience of having to cook tofu instead of eggs, which takes an extra three minutes. I would definitely say there are some things that I enjoyed the taste of. I I had gotten rid of pork entirely for like six months before I went full on. But you know, please, pork would be the man. last. Pork would be the last thing to go. My wife likes to cook Filipino food. All pork. Mm. Uh, dude, I had, like, some Chinese, uh, short ribs, uh, the other day at a dim sum place. Fucking incredible. It's really oh, weird that God so made good. two kinds of cows, like, one with the short ribs and one with the log ribs. You know, it's just, uh, market segmentation, Chris. You know, differentiating your product. Highly efficient. <laughs> <laughs> proof that, proof that capitalism is natural. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the thing you all actually showed up for here, uh, the <laughs> final five episodes of Ideon, 35 uh, through 39. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I got to the end and I was like, if it wasn't 11 o'clock, I'd watch this movie, because what the fuck was that? Oh, let's save it. Let's save it, because I it. know we're all going to have some fun for that. Oh, uh, the one thing I do want to point out before we just really get rolling is how much everything looks like shit in these final episodes. Does it? Every, it definitely does. I have a lot of notes about, oh, here's reused fight scenes. Here's people running at less frames. Here's flashing yeah. so they don't have to animate every other frame. Oh, the flashing yeah, there's definitely is definitely some cheats here. Yeah, the flashing in, I think it's just 35, though, where it's really bad. 35 right? is the worst. There's a little of it in 39. There's a lot of it on the uh, Ajian one where they're getting shot for four minutes. Mm-hmm. Also true. Yeah. Yeah, there's some bits that are really rough here. And there's some bits that actually look pretty good. Oh, yeah. They're saving yeah. 
they're saving all the effort for any scene that involves a lot of emotional stuff, but then there's yeah, like things all, where it's like all the Commander Melty Face. Great. Yeah, Cher- they they did a lot of work on Cheryl. That's a like uh, that, that's uh, in in many many respects. Like I know they're cutting corners and shit, but like that's just like anime.txt. So when I say it looks good, I always just mean the new animation is great where it is. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I just wanted to point this out up front rather than harp on it for the whole time. Shout outs to that really good painting of the asteroid field. Looks great. Yeah, the background artists are yeah. not phoning in anything. Nope. But they also only have to make one still image. Also, I like how, uh, just, Carlala, please, you don't throw up in the sink. Who the fuck does that? Maybe the first time, but, like, the fourth time, you know it's coming. Go to the fucking toilet. Stop puking hey. in the sink, you dick. Hey, Chris, I want to present to you a nightmare scenario. The sixth civilization never shit, my dude. There are no toilets on this ship. <laughs> that we've seen. There are no toilets on this ship. It's like it's from a first-person shooter in, like, the 2000s. Mm-hmm. How, why do you think that guy tries to space himself later? <laughs> I'm tired of doing this out in airlock! I'm so impacted! <laughs> yeah. That's why they keep having to go to doomed colony worlds, just so they can get plumbing. I have to go into the vacuum of space to get this to de-impact my bowels. Humans are, in fact, like a donut. Just open your, mouth, open your <laughs> mouth and spread the cheeks, and then you're taken care of. Just Fuck, man, that'd be like the worst version of Guts. I made a little S sound in my, with my hand in the air while I made that sound. It was very gross. Nice. <laughs> So, on the note of very gross, let's get into episode 35, Surfacing from Darkness. The solo ship takes refuge around Nightstar, but a combined buff human assault pushes them to their limits at the far end of the space when everyone decides dropping an entire astronomical body on the Ideon crew is an acceptable war crime. Yeah, this just seems to be an acceleration of war crimes here. My man did run out of hot dogs and is eating, like, peanuts or whatever now. Yes, Admiral Snack Bar has moved on to just whatever he can carry onto the human flagship. You can't call. Yeah, you can't call him that. <laughs> I can and will. Absolutely, I hate that. He got You're promoted welcome. last time from Commander Hot Dog. Yo, shoutouts to how the X Wings are just called Puffers. Yeah, yes. that's weird. Like, uh, I don't know if that's supposed to sound cool in Japanese to the Japanese because it just sounds. It can't. To it us. can't. No, no. It's not. Uh, well, okay. I was gonna say because, like, all I thought about was these spaceships giving you some puff puff. You know, hey, it you is go. a Tomino show. <laughs> uh, there's a bit of puff puff in these episodes, but not, not really good ones. Yeah, I, I cracked up at GJ and Cheryl coming this close to fucking, and then Karala walks by the open door and just gives them a go fucking a bedroom stare. Did she really? I thought she walked by and didn't see anything. No, like she looks in and the two of them are just like, uh, mm, let's let's remove our hands from each other. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. Uh sorry that my ex is walking around. This is awkward. <laughs> uh the only time they really hint at the thing that is said in the final episode comes in this one where 
Kerala is vomiting a lot, and Deck comments that she's been around the daycare a lot lately, and she's acting like a mom. Well, I mean, it's like Television 101. If a lady is throwing up a lot, she's pregnant. There's literally... N- women never get sick in television shows. I know. Yeah. But this is yeah. the only episode they really focus on it until the finale. Oh, she knows. She, I, like, throws she, up while they're under attack, and Bess is like, what's wrong with her? That's like in the yeah, next episode, I think. It happens a couple times, yeah. Did it? I thought it was just this one. No, they, it happens like two or three times where she's sick and like different people are noticing it. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Never mind. again, like if you, you have to be completely unaware of any sense of uh, like media genre savviness to like not realize that she's pregnant. But also they, they underline it with the mom stuff. Content unaware yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> It's like just the Pikachu face, like, oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You mean Jafar is the bad guy? Pikachu face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the majority of this episode is a battle in an asteroid field around the planet Nightstar, and then the humans and buff basically make a kamikaze attack to drop a moon on the solo ship. It's kind of cool. Like, the fight scene is cool. There's, like, a really good moment in it where the Ideon's, like, grabbed by claws on all its parts, and they're dragging... The ships are dragging it so in such a way that it'll be pinned against an asteroid, uh, and then it just, like, de-docks apart, and the halves slide around the asteroid. Very cool. Cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. The the funny thing is there's um, an interaction between... uh, so, So the... The actual buff guy's name's Hannibal Jen. Uh, he's talking with uh, the um, the human. I guess he's a marshal. I forget his exact yeah, his title. name is Marshall. His, his name, name is Marshall, Marshall Franklin. Actually, yes, I wrote it down because it's hilarious. Yeah, and like Hannibal's just like, "Yo, I'm gonna go out there and die and show you what a real warrior looks like." Yeah. And, and and Marshall's just like, "Could you? You you don't have to do that." His whole plan is like, nuke me, Daddy. Yeah. Like he's already like resigned himself to death. However, yeah. it it was a good plan. It's just they didn't think every step through. Not exactly. Um but yeah, the the actual battle between Hannibal's crew and the Ideon is really good. It's got some submarine mm-hmm. dual energy because no one can spot each other other than visually in the asteroid field debris. Uh, in fact, it's very Minovsky particles. The problem is, halfway through this, once they start dropping the sublight missiles, everything loses all of its animation quality in the back half. But you get that new yeah. weird sound effect for swords. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- there's definitely, like, the TIE Fighter um, laser sound in this episode. And, and, like, I noticed it, because it was just, we never heard, like, laser shots sound like that the entire series, but all of a sudden they just decided to steal that from Star Wars. You know what I noticed this episode, uh, finally, mm-hmm. now that it's episode 35 and it's probably been like this the whole time, is, uh, like, the zooming in for a fight horn song is only 10 seconds long, just repeated. And it drove me fucking yes. crazy. <laughs> That's why I didn't use that as the theme to the show, because I I got the original track and it's like, wow, I really noticed, that's useless. I really noticed it on the Leaf Planet where they looped it for like eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That didn't register to me at all, and I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> oh my god, dude, it just drove me fucking crazy. 
I mean, I yeah. just still, I still like every time I hear that weird timpani at the beginning of like the like the music that's supposed to be like really kind of sneaky. Like that's always the one where I'm like, it's so goofy sounding. Yeah, I, I think and then I it's like, that in. yeah, yeah, and then you have like the guitar just playing around with a space echo. I couldn't find the actual track in question. I'm sorry. We'll be better about this for the movie episodes where I have the full soundtrack at my fingertips. Oh my god, dude! Okay, all I'll say is it drove me insane, and I have a six-year-old who has only been singing this song's gonna get stuck inside your head for hours. <laughs> ha. Uh-huh. It got a lot of tolerance to repeated musical ideas, but it was too much for me. Uh-huh. Weird that T-Pain is in that song. Wow, I didn't mm. know that. I also don't know the song. Oh, it's from the Lego movie, too? The catchy song? Gotcha! I have not seen that yet. It's one of yeah, those things same. where it's like, I, I love the first, but I just did not hear anything that told me, yeah, you should see the second one quickly. It, you should see it, it's great. I, I, I planned to. Like it's movie. just one of those that nobody had enthusiasm that drove me to see it in a theater. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it's just about it's just the corporation throwing its weight around. Uh, shout outs to the Lonely Island credits song about how good the credits are. <laughs> that actually That's owns. pretty good. It's very good. Look up the credits. Yeah, sequence. I recommend my mm-hmm. favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Man, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but. The the time Andy Samberg was on SNL was the last good period that show had, wasn't it? I don't know. I never watched it because it was extremely unfunny. I don't know. I've never been as like high on SNL as pretty much anybody else. No one is high on SNL, Matt. They're lying to themselves. I know, but like some people like really go like, "Oh, this is amazing," and I'm like. I don't know. Every once in a while, there's a sketch like the papyrus one, which is just so fucking good. And then there's a lot of garbage. <laughs> I got a, a really dirty look from my wife the other day when I was like, what are you watching? This is like as unfunny as SNL. And then it turned out to be SNL. <laughs> They're just trying too hard. It's... Like they need to dial it back a little bit. Like give it like, don't be so broad. What if an entire network just posted cringe for an hour every night? That's kind yeah. of what it is. <laughs> That's a little basically bit. accurate. And occasionally it's gold, but, you know, it's padding for gold. Yeah. Anyway, sublight missiles. I got to see David Byrne again. That was pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, know, um, cool. they... That is. Uh, uh, talking Heads lead guy. singer, the big suit guy. Okay, you gotta remember, I, I just recently claimed in an episode of Pokemon Stop that the Beach Boys are not famous. <laughs> right. He did, he did right. actually do that. Also, the uh-huh. same episode where Matt says, that's why you have two kidneys. And I go, do you? But no one hears me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard you. I heard you, and I'm like, I didn't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> the most savage shit is, <laughs> is I'm like, Kenny Loggins can't be that famous. I haven't heard of him. And Mark just goes, well, you are a dumb asshole. And then just carries on. <laughs> I, I, you really should have dropped in, uh, like, um, Danger Zone right in there. <laughs> like, really, just cut that in. Really going, like, zero for ten that episode. Mm. <laughs> I was very uh, sick with a fever that episode. That explains some of that. That was me last week we recorded, so I get it. Anyhow, and yeah. So, um, the boob falls, they do the swords, they quiz and art the planet for like three minutes. No, 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 that's, 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 that, uh, that's later. No, later. They, they quiz and art the moon in this one, and then they don't quiz and art the planet, they just cut it in half. No, they don't do anything to the moon. The solo ship bursts out of the moon, because the Ideon gets yeah. clear. 
Yeah, yeah, the, the ship gets caught in it, which is something I had no idea was happening until someone said it. Right? Because, like, it, I don't, you don't see the ship go into, yeah, the like, the animation does the not moon. convey this at all until no. the Oh, you know what it is? Like, it's just, where's the ship? It's quizzing all of the giant, like, chunks of the planet that are coming off towards it is what's happening. Yeah. Because you see yeah, it just yeah. swinging swords around for a while with his arms up, like, oh, at, like, so like, why posing? Just spinning around like a blender? <laughs> Like, it, it's like, okay, let's take the actual, like, motions of a toy swinging its arms around and just animate that awkwardly for, like, three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Emily described to, yeah. the final chunk of this episode as the animation goes full He-Man. <laughs> yep. I'd, I'd believe it. Then this is the most flashing this show does because it's non-stop yellow and red lights as the planet explodes as it's just unwatchable yeah it's really rough it's like yoshiyuki tomino was trying to cause an epileptic genocide uh, you know what give it the way this ends <laughs> yeah but <laughs> it turns out uh because piper lou cried the barrier protects the ship from being buried under a moon and they all recap and leave let's get to the good i don't care about this episode let's get to the good ones real weird yeah. that there's a bad one in the middle of the end <laughs> leaf planet fucking sucks i even note uh honestly this one is hella skippable yeah. uh episode 36 farewell solo ship the Ideon crew decide to try and sneak onto another ship and just quietly return to human space, detonating and scuttling the solo ship. This one is great! What? You think this is the good one? I like this one. I hate the... Yeah, I, uh, I hate yeah, the one that's I, I, mostly I, Leaf Planet uh, spaceship fight. That one got a little tiresome. Yeah, this one's interesting be Yeah, because it, like... Because something happens and there's not a giant robot fight for most of the episode. Well, it's also like the way this resolves is super interesting. Yeah. Um, like a little predictable, I guess. It's I mean, actually, I didn't know what was going to happen. I anyway, really well, expected we should, we them to all die. It. Anyway, yeah, Um, the plan fails spectacularly, as you can probably guess. But yeah, let's let's get into it. I thought this was super. This was the skippable episode out of this batch for me. So basically, they convince the Earth military to give them a ship because they uh, the Earth military doesn't want the Ilion and the solo ship to be around anymore because it's fucking up the galaxy. Uh, shout outs to how the meteor thing never comes up again, ever. Uh, Until the gets, finale. It gets mentioned once. Uh. So uh, the the they they go along with it. The Earth is planning to steal it when they deboard. They plant a ton of bombs in the solo ship. Uh, when they go, the Earth does go to steal it, uh, the solo ship crew is uh, very surprised that they were betrayed. Oh my god! Fuck off! Uh, the Buff Clan show up, and uh, because the Idion starts putting out a ton of energy by itself, and basically mm -hmm. what happens is the Buff Clan starts fucking up the Earth fleet, and the solo ship crew have to go inside and try to rapidly defuse like thirty bombs. Uh, yep. And they all miss the last one. Like, they're one short. There's, there's like there's like four short. Yeah, there's, like, there's four on the solo yeah, ship, one on the Ideon. Each group well, I misses thought there the were, I thought there were 12. That's what I'm saying. Each group total. misses their last one. Oh, okay. And then there's that incredible sequence, right? Where, like, the like time is going down to zero, and then it's just, like, uh -huh. a bunch of, like, white line animation of people's eyes and faces super close. 
Very yeah, good. Yeah, it goes really full good. psychedelia in that scene, and I love it. That is that the was, highlight. It's like that yeah. one screenshot of uh, End of Evangelion that I was very into. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, yeah. the bombs do go off. Uh, the Idion, uh, but what happens is they all get like sucked into like a barrier. Basically, the uh, Idion creates a magic barrier around all the bombs that contains the explosion, which is a mm-hmm. cool idea. I definitely expected yeah. everyone to die in the last three episodes of this to be about what do we do with this between the buff and the earth. Yeah. yeah um, and then Harulu shows up and I'm like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah she she's just still appears in the last five seconds. Oh yeah, and like the, the buff guy that actually comes in randomly for this episode, like he's just like parading death flags all the way because he's like hey check out this video of my wife dancing yeah, it's not even it? a or my fiance it's like, his, it's like a youtube video that he screencasts to the entire but she's show fam- she's famous they literally her. say she's a buff idol yeah she's famous he's yeah. marrying a fucking pop star hell yeah yeah and, and he's like oh yeah the we- the wedding is uh soon uh, i'm gonna like be really famous after i blow up this robot nope i'm gonna die to the wave cannon but I think I've said before, uh, Macross has definitely taken some design stuff from this. This is hella a thing Macross rips off, is aliens watching a fucking pop concert on holograms, all the crew being like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Yo. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I want to do, do a quick tangent. Sure. Well, we were watching this, my wife said, this looks like a show I used to watch called Voltes V, which I've never heard of before. And I looked it up, and it's a show that was extremely popular, and basically only the Philippines were, uh, and it's, uh, here's this great quote. Uh, Voltes V's themes all revolve around rebellion, specifically the French Revolution, and Uh also social issues as, uh, stratification and racial discrimination. Huh. If it were easily available in English, I would absolutely throw that on the list for this because I've heard the name before. Just a yeah. mecha show about the French Revolution? <laughs> I know, right? That's That sounds like a fucking Odes, dude. For what uh, it's worth, there is an anime that has very French Revolution energy called Rosa Versailles. I th- yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a totally different thing from this. Yes. Um, uh. But yeah, if it weren't as long as it is, that would be another thing I would throw at us. But it's like, mm, I have to rewatch that before I suggest it. What should we do to know at some point? We should just we should just do a Inferno Cop, actually. We could also do Inferno Cop. I'm sure that won't take very long. No, fucking no rules, dude. Do, do like 10 episodes uh, uh, recording. I'm going to be honest. We could do the entire season of Inferno Cop as a bonus at some point. Yeah, let's do it. Because they're like five minute episodes. They're two minutes. Yeah, I, I I didn't even remember correctly. I just know there's a couple two parts. I think there's only yeah. like fifty of them. Uh, R.I.P. That guy. <laughs> yep, he did die in the past month. What? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You didn't know? Week. Oh yeah. You're I the did. one who posted it. Chris. I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> it um, happened more than anyway, a week ago. Here's here's just some random notes I have from episode thirty six. Uh, the episode begins with a dude trying to space himself because he's just so sick of. Uh, life on the solo ship again no toilets this is what it does to a man well i i thought this guy was part of the like he He's was a later add-on from the military and he was just freaking out about the ship being like possessed because yeah, everyone's he... saying the ship is possessed by the devil in this stretch yeah he's the moon man yeah he's from uh well from he's Lunar a Base. moon man not the moon, the man. moon man i mean he still tries to huck himself into space oh that's totally true <laughs> 
I also love the description of... Oh, gotta eat a little crow here. My first note for episode 37. Matt was right. Gijay did Agion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he was involved. He Kasha's just like, oh, hey, this is that yeah. place where you <laughs> annihilated a planet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, uh, this episode, Marshall Franklin dies in 36. So let's go on to 37, Colony of Hatred, where my summary is just, holy shit, did you really return to Ajian? Oh and my god. And do combat with just, like, people in the bombed out ruins. What the fuck? Like, what, what the hell do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> but also, shoutouts to the incredibly desperate line, uh, for a colony like ours, a woman is worth a thousand missiles. That was Jesus, a great dude. I mean, like, he's probably not wrong, but still, yikes. Shit gets real bleak. <laughs> it gives some real Tasha Yar energy later when they capture all the women and children from the Ideon crew. Yeah. The Commandant, who, and that's what this guy's rank is, who now runs the colony of Ajion's ruins he says there's only a hundred k people left on this whole planet makes a yeah. deal with a buff clan general we will lure the solo ship down you take it over and then you all fuck off forever holy shit so they get all the civilians off and they're like yeah we'll we'll let you guys resettle here and then you have to leave forever then they take all of them hostage and say, you need to leave the ship for the buff clan, otherwise we will start killing people. And, like an idiot, he decides to demonstrate this by live firing into a crowd of women and children, killing Lin. Like, they say it's a warning shot, but they definitely shoot into the center of that crowd. Yeah. Like, yikes. Yeah. So, uh, the back half of this episode is Bess owns because he just runs the guards at the hostage camp down and starts commando raiding the place. Gijay has trained a bunch of men to be snipers like he is because his men just ice every guard in a few seconds as one. And then Cheryl rips a gut off the ground and single-handedly fucking berserker modes the commandant to death. Yeah, dude, like yeah. fucking like six shots and just keeps pulling the empty trigger. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, Bess's gun. Shoutouts to how the bullets yeah. come out, even though it shoots laser beams. Yeah, they are bullet sounds, too. Like, it's, it's actual, like... Like, you see, like, the yeah. shells pop out, but also lasers are firing. What the fuck is that? Huh. Hot plasma lasers. This all happens early so that everyone can, like, lead a procession back to the solo ship with Cheryl wailing and carrying her sister's dead body. With, like, a really good, sad rendition of the uh, opening song. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a very good moment. I think the only time we heard it was uh, with uh, Lada and Carlala, Carlala in that very early episode where she tries to kill her. I'd have mm -hmm. to go check. Uh, yeah, with the, with the violins. Yeah. 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 And uh, then, well, there's also like tons of people that are like the Ajian people that are like watching this procession, but like hiding from it. Like they don't want to interact with these people either, but like they're still that witnessing old lady doing thing. like Naruto hand signs. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's praying. Whatever. <laughs> she's <laughs> she did a bunch of hand signs before, just like ready for her to turn into a log. She's, she's <laughs> playing. Uh, 
<laughs> Holy shit, Chris. That's what the Pope does, right? He does the... And then the Fire Nation attacks or whatever. <laughs> God damn uh, it. Nice. I, I legitimately don't know how much of this you're doing on purpose right now, and it's great. Like, like half of it? <laughs> <laughs> Not all of it. Spoilers, the only thing I know about Naruto is from a... Uh, that he turns into a log, and I learned this from Rogue Legacy, which is why I just substituted Avatar's The Fire Nation attacks. Well, well see, all I know is that there's 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 Naruto, the, the father, the son, Boruto, and I don't know who the Holy Ghost would be, but someone else could probably fill in that joke for me. Sasuke. Sasuke, there we go. I don't know You're who There's your Holy Trinity. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this great moment at the end is undercut because they do a final panning shot across the procession of the solo ship crew and it's like everyone is sad they're wailing they're depressed and then at the end you just see piper lou like doing a fucking dance as he's walking in the arms of the babysitter hell yeah Mm -hmm. it's so good because piper lou's just like yay oh we forgot to mention the entire important part where they shoot lynn no, we did. No, we've, we did. we've been discussing that. Well, we've been discussing what happened after, but no one ever said they actually shot Lynn. Yeah. Yes, we yeah, did. No, we, did we, we definitely did. Yes, yeah, we did. that's why my first note is, yo, Lynn died, and we discussed them shooting into the crowd. It must have been while I was watching this one-minute video that says, Karen demands a refund from Burger King employees, even though the entire restaurant is on fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Summarized by this Jesus tweet Christ. that says, if the American flag flag on top of a Burger King, on uh, top of a burning Burger King, is a white woman demands a refund from the staff, is it a perfect encapsulation of American culture? I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, Jesus. <laughs> They're not wrong. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put it in recording text so you can put it in the show notes. Great. How the fuck did you copy notes from halfway up this thing? I didn't do anything! Late? I didn't do anything, did I? Yes, you copied notes from 36 into 38. I don't know, man. Uh, Is it better now? What the fuck do you do with your tablet? I'm not using a tablet. I'm just using a mouse. Oh, okay. That explains that. Because I was like, I didn't hear him. It's because I highlight. And if you highlight like that, you highlight and drag. Because I highlight while I read. God. And Google Uh Drive lets you move text by highlighting and dragging, which it should not do. That's bad, yeah. I'm actually just going to test this because I did not know that was a thing. Holy shit, that is the dumbest feature. Yeah, that's how it happens. That's how I always do it. It's not like I've never known that. It's not like I I accidentally cut cut and paste. I actually thought that's what you had been doing. Oh my god, what the fuck? Well, I didn't think that was a feature. I didn't think any sane individual would implement that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who does that? Okay, you know what? I retroactively take back a lot of shit I've given you for that. I I do not. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> that is so stupid, and I like I legitimately thought you were trying to copy something or whatever. It's just like, oh no, abort, abort. That that would be dumb. Uh, you know, fuck all me. right. How dare you? <laughs> Ideon. Momentum. Uh, episode 38, The Space Runaways. This one, I think this is the one you guys said was skippable. Yeah, it's not very good. I mean, I had, I didn't, I wouldn't say it was skippable. It's just, the fight right, scene come is on, long, let's get on and with it. It's just yeah. a standard fight scene. But also, you have stuff like Cheryl's, like, until your man gets it. Here. 
Yeah. Yeah, Cheryl beginning her descent into alcoholism is this episode. Okay, there's some good things that come out of this, but it's a very padded episode because they're clearly saving up for the finale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we had this discussion off mic. I think they discovered they were canceled during 37. Yeah. Because they clearly know by 38 the preview is unfinished and even says, hey, next time, finale. But there aren't even credits on the last episode. It's just yeah. like it just cuts to the said time, the like the wherever we bought this from translation staff. And I'm like, are you fucking for real? Just smash cut to end. Um, basically. Yeah, the the final episode instead of the credits will get there. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. But yeah, uh, Episode 38, The Space Runaways. Commander Doba and the entire Buff Clan fleet surround the Solo ship and prepare for assault. The Death March continues as another major character falls. Mm-hmm. We begin with Bess asking Jolliver, can you scan the entire universe? And Jolliver goes, oh yeah, totally. Here's a map of the whole universe with us in the center. Yeah, it's this is they, not a joke. They, they hooked up uh, the eBay power to the sh- like. The ship's to the mapping radar. tool, to the radar. To the shout radar. Out, shout uh-huh. out to how the radar does not work for their immediate vicinity when hooked up this way. I do love that. They're like, uh-huh. oops, uh, someone's on top of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're probably also just so zoomed out, they couldn't even tell if something was close, because they're just looking light years and light years away. In real time, by the way. They mentioned, like, this is all happening in real time uh, that we're seeing. It's crazy. And... Uh, I did laugh so hard at Doba going, we're not going to use the Gondoroa today, knowing that that mech does not show up at all in the television series. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> that's incredibly funny. They lay the groundwork for that, and then you never see it. Uh-huh. Well, does it show one... up in the movie? Yes. Okay. Is this the one where they uh, say the name of the movie? Um, That's mm. in the next one. <laughs> I laughed. Yeah, so... 38 is basically groundwork for the finale. 39 is like a very, very abrupt dry run of the film. Uh-huh. Like, if you cut out everything you possibly could to make it into TV time, that's what episode 39 is. Yeah. So, it's a um, weird one. It turns out the Buff Clan has the SS Joe Biden, a battleship full of doddering old dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Like, yeah, this one old, like, fat guy, and just everybody else on the ship is old. They Why? literally put all the fucking old guys on one ship and decided, yes, nothing could go wrong with this plan. DSS. DSS Medicare Part B. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, because they're, like, tasked with just, hey, slow them down until, like, the fleet gets here. That's it. That's literally yeah. their job, is to be a kamikaze of old men who are not expected to do anything. Also known as Congress. Got him. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Unlike those clowns. <sighs> and yeah, like we mentioned, this is the episode where Cheryl begins her wild alcoholism. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like, GJ finds her, she's like drinking a bottle of wine by herself and he he takes a glass like there's a nice bit where he like okay give me give me some of that and she's like art should you be like not drinking before uh piloting and he's like don't worry about it um but yeah she's like oh my slump- god she's slumping over she's like her her posing is just 
really selling just how like how much she's falling apart here. I just realized that do you think he would have lived had he not been drunk in the fucking cockpit? Who knows? It's one drink, I don't think so. Also, they were stuck on a leaf getting shot at 70 times. Yeah, like, he he, he did a high-risk maneuver and paid for it. That's essentially what happened, so... That's true. I, yeah, I mean... Um, there's an exchange as the pilots take off on this planet where they're all giving each other crap, and it's actually really wholesome, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, all of them are just looking at each other like, did any of us get any rest last night? Because Gijay was up drinking with Cheryl. Uh, Kasha crashed in Cosmo's cockpit where they both slept doing maintenance. And they're just like, oh yeah, I was uh, sleeping up here with Kasha. What? I would never sleep with you. And Gijay's just laughing his ass off at this. It's really cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I didn't know if they were going to try to like do some reconciliation thing with Kasha and Cosmo here or not. And they don't really go completely through with it, but it's, it's a nice scene. Uh, like I said, dry run for be invoked. You'll see more of that. Yeah, I'm sure. Cause otherwise her, her character doesn't do anything for the whole. No, series. she does nothing in this set of episodes. Uh, she doesn't do much here either. Yeah. I mean, she's, co- she's competent. I mean, she like, does her job. I don't think she does a single thing other than be behind the controls of the mech in these five episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's like never really a character to begin with. Like her only personality trait was I like killing dudes. Yeah, she's she's buff racist, but that's at least more than some of the other people get. Well, mm-hmm. also, you're like supposed to have the impression that she's like the most skilled like plane pilot of them. Right? Like, it's her idea to do the weird off-coordinate attack and stuff where they kind of, like, phase barely on the border of the DS space. Yeah, like, mm. Cosmo gives her props for some of her ideas in, like, uh, like in this, which is a nice, pay- like, change of pace. So, like, yeah. if you think about it, right? Like, Cosmo is uh, pro the solo ship. Gijay's, like, pro peace, and Kasha is just pro humanity. Like, she's definitely, uh, What's that guy in Mass Effect 2? Fuck, I can't remember his name right now. Smoking guy? What's his name? Fuck. Elusive man. There you go. Yeah. She's definitely Yeah, smoking like, guy was enough. She's definitely the like the elusive man of the bunch. Yeah, she she is very humanity first. Yeah, but she's also like kind of you know, she she's like the one with a very strong sense of uh like individual justice, right? Like she's yeah. like, but they this person fucked up all our shit, like we should kill him. <laughs> And, like, everybody else is like, well, you got to think bigger picture than that. Like, that's a little narrow, like, basically saying that she's being narrow-minded, focused on, like, people paying for their... Yeah, she's she's very eye for an eye. Yeah, which which is funny, because that makes her kind of, like, the mouthpiece of, I guess, like, kind of like the villain of the show in some ways, like, thematically, right? Who, like, really? Given the way this ends? No, given the way this ends, right? Yeah, I can see your point there, given yeah. that, yeah, the whole thing is, if we all had peace, then everyone could live in harmony, but... That's really yeah. weird for Gijay to be the mouthpiece of that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's also weird. Because <laughs> he, 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 he was, like, like pro-science amoral, you know, like... Yeah, Gijay yeah. also really starts turning around when he realizes the all-science tech bro faction of the buff clan is like, 
but you're just one life. Why would we care about you? And, like, that really makes him rethink a lot of things. The Neil deGrasse Tyson ship? Yeah. <laughs> also, how much did you love seeing that the leader of the Ome Foundation is just a broccoli man for the whole final episode? <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on with the the whole buff clan situation here because they they really do drop the whole like coup plot like pile on that was happening everyone involved in it except for the the head of the mercenary group is dead now and the weird old guy like it seems like they're they are all all this buff like internal machination stuff they go let's put all of that aside just to get this fucking robot and then we'll worry about that shit later so here let me lay it out for you like as it is represented in the tv series uh-huh. The Ome Foundation sends out people, makes the save on Harulu, and that gets them credit with Doba. They try for a little bit to capture the robot. It goes horrendously off course. This is when Gij gets abandoned before Darum Zuba dies. Actually, you know, right. honestly, that went really great, to be real. Mm. Like, that went great until the Idion busted out some new bullshit. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> that's, that's... That's the show! <laughs> Arguably, the closest they come to a full victory is when the Ome Foundation is working alone. Yeah, 100%. Do we ever even see the laser cannon that's in the eye catch? Because we just get the wave gun all the time. That is the wave gun. Yeah, just that they animate the shot differently. Yeah, the shot looks like a giant yellow laser in the eye catch instead of like this weird tornado. Yeah, that's it's animated differently for the brief thing. But yeah, that's the exact same gun. Yeah, well, I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, the thing in the eye catch never happens, like, as oh, is. No. No, it does not. Also, I, I did catch once that there is a shot of uh, the Idion holding the wave gun with two of those wires connected to its chest. Yep. Yep, that actually I, did happen. I paused, showed my wife the eye catch, and then said, nutting in space moves you backwards, and she called me a fucking pervert and left. <laughs> Chris, that Accurate. is one of the most... You things I've ever heard is I decided to show my wife the nutting in space moves you backwards joke we've been talking about for a month. With no context at all. Uh-huh. I love it. That's it. Um, Look, it's not like anyway, it's not like I can send her when you nut, but she keeps sucking memes. I mean I have. The, the best one is that Robocop gif of him going, uh uh. Yup. I was just watching that scene again last night. Robocop movie. So yeah, it's so good. It's, holy, it's amazing. It is surprisingly violent. I remember rewatching. I was like, "Holy oh, shit!" Oh, it's so violent. Oh my like, god. The, the thing yeah, it I was remember, just like just the thing I remember next. most about that movie is a guy being turned into slurry by the car, <clears throat> or yeah. or like oh. all his limbs getting shotgunned off. Yeah, I would definitely say Murphy's death is the worst. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah that that doesn't stick. I probably caught more of that on TV where uh, or like uh, HBO where I caught it like in the middle and missed oh, the beginning. Got it. Yeah. Also, like the Ed two hundred nine being like so obviously claymation, it is kind of goofy now. Stop motion. Stop motion. Yeah. I'm pretty like, into that. Yeah, claymation is. Yeah, so I really like it. it. Yeah, it's it's a good. That's a good fucking movie. Anyway, oh. um, let me just backtrack to the Ome Foundation thing. Yeah. So Darum Zuba fucks up GJ. That's when, because Doba is trying his coup on the Emperor, and because of his daughter being rescued by them, he's like, oh, the Ome Foundation are players, huh? How about we collaborate on our coup? And that's where we're at by the end of the show. 
Right. So we never actually, they never actually attempt the coup where you don't actually ever see the emperor. You see him in silhouette in one episode. That was yeah. why I did not feel bad spoiling that. Actually, yeah, that dude's just going to get iced later and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, the guy in the, okay, yeah, guy with the The hair. guy in the veiled room, yeah, that was yeah. the emperor. And then the other yeah, guy is sense. Doba. Yep. Yeah, the guy with the beard is Doba. Yeah, evil Spock is Doba. Mm-hmm. There you mm-hmm. go, that's much more that's much more descriptive than the guy with the hair. <laughs> I kept thinking this dude is like an old evil character that, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name right now. Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> Fuck you. Super, um, <laughs> super Mario. Spock's actor. Uh, Letter Nimoy. Thank you, Nimoy. That was the name I was looking for. I was going to say that, but I'm like, that can't be right. That's the guy from Kingdom Hearts. I mean, Also true. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there's a very... Uh, <laughs> the other very day Zen I was Lord like, holy energy. shit, the guy from the Sephiroth's voice actor was in a band. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> he almost went to space. Really, get, really came at that one backwards. Anyhow, the combat on this planet is the world they hit on has a bunch of giant carnivorous right. plants. Let me. I got this. Here's how the fight scene goes. And then we're then GJ gets shot and uh, carry on. Yeah, I was I was just going to comment on yeah. What keeps happening to everyone is. The giant plants can't devour ships, but they can capture them in their leaves. And that's enough where all the solar ship pilots are just like, if we get the old people to drive into these and get stuck like flypaper, we can shoot them helplessly. Which works very well. It, it does quite a lot. Uh-huh. And then one of the, um, I think it's Kasha's ship gets, uh, actually, no, yeah, no, Kasha's ship gets like, <laughs> One of the Adigos, like, attached to it, and it was, like, at a laser through the side, and Gijay decides to uh, ram it. And when he rams yeah. it, he bounces, you know, he caroms off and ends up on a leaf, and that's when an Adigo attaches to its side and uh, ices Gijay. Yeah. They literally do not touch his co-pilot with this. They just fucking shoot in through the windows and blast him. Shout out yeah. to that scene of him going, GJ, give me the controls. And GJ just like fucking slumped over dead in the cockpit. Yeah. And I legitimately cannot tell if this is an error or not. Oh, where the music cuts out? Yeah, his final scene, the music just stops, but it's only for about 30 seconds in one shot. And then GJ says, Requiem and Pache. <laughs> yeah. And I can't tell if that's an error in the original episode or if that's an intentional move that just doesn't land. No idea. But yeah, he, he does say like, oh, th- this is the power of the E-Day because he's noticing the ship is acting on its own, right? Like it starts to. Yeah. What yeah. And when he dies, all of the robot powers up and it gets like wild. Yeah. What is this supposed to say? That was a very stupid joke that I was going to make. And oh, he... is it the, is it like when you cut it in half and you can't tell it's cut in half for a few seconds? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there's a note here that just says anime sin. I'm pretty sure if you cut a planet in half, the pieces would and it just stops and this has baffled Chris. Yeah, it would do an underworld. Yeah. I was I was going to read it off like a parody of that one shitty account, but that was it. Mm-hmm. That narrows it down to all of the accounts. <laughs> 
You could drive yeah. a truck through that plot hole, beep beep. Yeah. But uh yeah, you have uh you have the, the idiot just like takes over control over everything. It's like flashing white and it you know the it then like takes its swords and yeah, cuts the fucking planet in half, which on the other side of the planet you have Harulu waiting for reinforcements to come. This oh, is... please let me please let me sum this up. No, Do wait, it. I just Do want it. to say real quick, it's incredible that they like I can't think of another way to fit a line in this mostly empty circle. What if we turned it into a giant glowing rectangle to indicate how powerful it is? <laughs> could could not possibly fit another line in here. Okay, so this episode is just character assassination before literal assassination on Harulu the whole time. Oh yeah. She arrives early while the old people are fighting on the planet. And she's like, all right, cool. We're going to sit here on the other side of the planet. We're going to wait for the second fleet to show up. And then we're going to pincer attack the solo ship. Just as the other sh- fleet arrives, the Ideon cuts the planet in half. And she's the only one who's like, oh, shit, and uh-huh. tries to escape. Because she literally goes, all right, attack. Oh, fuck, run. It's yeah. Like, Five seconds, and she is caught in the blast and just burns. Does she die? I thought she actually gets out of the way. There's a lot of notable Buck Clan people. One gets evaporated every episode. So, yeah. I don't recall seeing her in the finale. I no, think I th- this I is th- a poorly... Yeah. I think this is a poorly conveyed death. Okay, because to, to me, it was that she... To me, it read as, like, she fought the... She's seen the Ideon in action. She sees that something is going real weird, and she goes, fuck, let's get out of here. And so she she's the only one who has doesn't have the pride to, like, stay, like, in her, in her station. Like, she runs away. And then, it's presumably, what happens in the next episode happens, and so whatever. But, like, I thought she, like, sort of either chickens out or, like, she realizes what's happening and decides to get ahead of it instead of, like, her, holding her ground. Her ship is trying to fly off, but that's the last we see of her in the whole show. I it's true. think it's yeah. a poorly conveyed death. Yeah, you know, because what I... I would say if she were alive in the last episode, she should have showed up in that scene with Doba and, her, and Kerala. Because that so, would make the most sense, right? Yeah, and in the film, she is there for those events... Oh, that's, that's but, better, yeah. Like, I think maybe it was meant to be, oh, yeah, she's going to show up, but because we're rushing everything to the end, that doesn't happen. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just treating it as in the TV show she dies. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why not? At this point, they, they land the ship, and Cheryl starts running for... The, there's a really terrible run cycle on Cheryl where she's like hunched over. And I would almost think they were trying to make it look like, oh, she's so incredibly drunk that she's stumbling, except it loops so poorly and the background actually skips at one point that I was just like, that's OK. Nobody's trying on one of the most pivotal scenes in this episode. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, and yeah, they're like, hey, uh, don't let Cheryl in to see Gijay's body, because it has become such common knowledge at this point that those two are an item. Yeah, and she's already having her, her first meltdown. Like, these last three episodes is just, let's just, like, fuck Cheryl. Like, let's just destroy her. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, not that they haven't been super kind to Cheryl prior to this, but like this is definitely the de- like the total tearing down of this character. One of the first notes I have on the final episode is drunk Cheryl rivals Harulu in terms of messiest bitch in Ideon. Oh, easily. Yes. And yeah, Gijay's dead, and we get the preview for what they say is final episode. And much like Ava years later, the preview is super unfinished. People have no faces, there's uninked cells, and all sorts of shenanigans. So, let's just get into it, because this is probably going to involve all of us getting loud. Episode 39, uh-huh. in, in the Cosmos with You, Jolliver and Kerala are teleported onto Doba's flagship by the Ide, and then it crashes to a halt. All right. right. You know what? Up until the thing that happens at the end, I was actually very into this. Yeah, it was very good until yeah. literally the end where Piper Lou flies by and yells, sorry, Fuck. you watch this dickhead. Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's let's cover everything but that ending first. Okay. I, I have the text written down so everyone can hear the absolute fuck you. I only yes. have one note for this entire episode, and it is, uh, are you fucking kidding me, Tomino? In all caps. Uh-huh. So uh. I said it earlier. This episode is basically a super condensed version of Be Invoked, but with no budget and with no time to expand on it. What happens is, a drunk Cheryl is wandering around basically mocking the crew on the bridge for the entire episode, which is Mm -hmm. actually pretty funny. The Ide powers the fuck up, so we start with a psychedelic sequence of it like, going faster than DS Drive somehow towards an unknown premise. It teleports Jolliver and Kerala onto Doba's flagship, where they have a whole... I like how Jolliver is only included because he tries to grab onto uh, Kerala. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he basically spends this episode carrying a printer for Kerala. It's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. For him, Please anyway. tell me someone else knows what that means. Nope. God. Nah, also, you really. cut out a little bit when you said it, so... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Um. there's an old post on Something Awful, which is a dude years ago just getting real mad that he carried a printer across campus for this girl, and then he's like, but she wouldn't have sex with me? It's like, dude. no, dude, you did her a favor. And so just, yeah. like, carrying this printer has become shorthand for the worst kind of entitlement for a dude. Well, I mean, I don't think he he comes off as entitled like in this. I no, know, it's like... mostly just that final line where it's like, "Boy, if I'd known you were this nice, I would have asked you out before Bess did." That's <laughs> the whole closure. Uh-huh. In his defense, she is an alien that he Bess asked out before he knew anything about. Like, yeah, but there is yeah. such a weird energy to God. A... If I knew you uh-huh. were this nice. <laughs> yeah, I I don't or like it wasn't just nice like that she's badass. Like he he basically tells her like, "Wow, you've become a like a stone cold killer at all this. Like you really toughened up." Sorry, uh, I I like that about my women apparently. <laughs> I'm distracted by this tweet that says, "Find someone you hate as much as Rosen, Rosa Luxemburg hates Bernie." <laughs> <laughs> I already have that person in my life, so I'm good. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's such that's such a weird coda to that whole series, and also like it, in the he, middle of this, like he gets cut in the back with a laser sword. Yeah, because yeah. like Doba thinks that the baby is his. Yes, it is great, and like nobody says like, "Hey, yo, fucker, it wasn't me." Wait, is that I know? What, is that the context of that? Yeah, that's why like, he attacked him. Yeah, yeah, he's like, well, you he went did to this. No, he yes. went to attack. He went to attack. Uh, Karala, and then Jolliver jumped in. No, yes, no, but he absolutely after... thinks yeah. he's the father. Okay, yeah. I could buy those two things, but Jolliver would have been fine because he was going for Karala. Yeah, it's still sure. just incredibly funny that at no point does anyone correct them on that. Well, look, he- look, Fletch. If they had seen the baby and seen the baby's hair, they would have known it couldn't have been Jolliver. I know, right? Uh, I also <laughs> love. Just a thing that I realized during the ending. They don't even name the baby in this ending. No. no. The, the baby has a yet. name. It does? The baby has a name. They just don't say it at all. I mean, like, do you name your child before it's born? I don't... Like, You, you generally it? have that discussion, dude. Jesus Christ, my guy. But it ain't fucking real unless it's on paper. You know that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, Holy look, 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 shit, either, Matt. E- Tell either, me more what you think about common law marriage. <laughs> <laughs> look, either either life like life begins at, a, at uh, inception, or the baby's not a person Aww. until there's a death cer- there's a birth certificate. <laughs> you can't have both. <laughs> yes, I am going to cut that in, Chris. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yes, you can decide on what the name is, but it's like calling it by, I don't know. It just seems weird to be like, oh, the baby hasn't been named yet. Like, well, okay. Again, for for something that is integral, integral to the end of this series. Sure, sure. And it does have a name in the greater storyline. They do not say it anywhere in this, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, it is. It is weird that it like so much of this series pivots on this unnamed baby who's like probably only like a zygote at this point. Probably. No, no, it's it's further along. Um, I mean, like Corolla's been pregnant for a bit. It's been like like she's probably only like three or like four months pregnant at most. She got knocked up during uh, the last stretch of episodes. Yeah, it's just hard to say like. When when do you actually start feeling the effects of that and all the biology? Well, around the that, baby is like, now so much there that she's getting kicks at times. Oh, I didn't catch the kicks part. Yeah, some of the kicks. stuff with her leaning over is like the baby kicking and moving. Some of it is, oh, I'm just have more. Yeah, sickness. yeah. She doesn't look pregnant at all, which is also no. Weird. They they don't have the money to redraw anyone this late in the game. Matt yeah, says, that's women. How do they work? <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Sure. Uh, anyway, let's let's just rush through the stuff that gets to the really cool final scene on this. Is a uh-huh. woman really pregnant unless it's on paper and the government knows about it? <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> you knew you were going to be roasted for that the instant you said it out loud, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Doba, Kerala, and Jolliver all confront each other. The Ome Foundation guy just stands there looking like broccoli this whole time, saying nothing. Uh, Doba straight up goes, just in case you thought the meteors thing was a metaphor, little shit, your ship is what keeps bombarding all of our planets. Uh, Mm -hmm. Kerala then proceeds to pull off a tiny surveying laser on Jolliver's belt and goes, 
Go ahead. Tr- fucking try it. I can still fire this through your heart before you kill me. Uh-huh. And the solo ship has been seeing a projection of all this because the Ide is kind of sadistic like that. And Bess is like, all right, just get us there. We know where they are. Mm-hmm. The instant they come into real space, they're directly in front of the flagship. And everyone's going, Bess, hit the brakes. And he's like, fuck that, ram them. My baby is in there. Also, this is what I've been referring to as the giraffe ship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew what you meant. Yeah, his flagship is just a giant, tall neck with, like, tiny little limbs. I guess it, I guess it would be okay in space because there's no air to provide drag snapping off the bridge. Yeah, it, it just looks like a giant eye. Like a capitalized eye. It's, it's weird. Yeah. So there's a there's a very good action sequence here because the solo ship shows up. It is literally the flagship and major fleet of the Buff Clan. The Ideon is just trying to do cover. And Jolliver and Corolla get to a ship, get out. The ship is blown up, but good news, uh the power of Corolla's fetus keeps them alive. The Ideon grabs them, takes them back to the ship. And as everyone gets on the solo ship... Tamino's such a conservative. All lives have have value. Some are just worth more than others. You're not wrong. (laughs) Uh, Again, that's a Reconquista NG plot. So... Oh, no. They run off because no one wants to stand in front of the entire flagship of the Buff Fleet. Commander Doba goes, chase them to the ends of the universe if you have to, and then... Everything begins exploding, and the announcer just reads off the following. Oh my god. Yes! The meeting between Corolla and Doba was the last chance the Ide had given humanity, but both parties rejected one another. That is why the Ide released its infinite power. The truth of the matter was that power was born of Corolla's growing baby. And so, the people of Earth and the Buff Clan were scattered in all directions to the event horizon, to the ends of the universe itself. So they they put humanity in a timeout. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you go over there, you go over there, also fuck anybody above the age of 10. <laughs> and this entire thing is shown over reused footage of the solo ship flying away from different planets during the series until the very end when you see Piper Lou and Bess and Kerala's baby just leading a procession uh-huh. of spirits through space. I see. Not space. even you know what it's called. Uh, I wasn't going to ruin that Messiah's name was Messiah. Are oh, you God. fucking kidding me? What? I'm not. Jesus what? Christ. <laughs> Why do you think I was keeping that quiet, stupid? Oh my God, dude. That's the worst. I wanted you to hear that in the movie. <laughs> that makes you want to fucking die. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, the first the first naturally born buff human hybrid is named Messiah. I can't believe they named him after that guy in JoJo's. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, I nearly spit out cold brew. <laughs> uh, dude, like, the thing is, at the time, I, I, I had to look this up afterwards to be like, but wait, does that mean everybody, we all the other characters are dead? And the answer yes. is yes. Yes, they literally... Wait, they, what? They, right? Yes. It doesn't okay. say that in the show. Wait, at all. all the adults are dead now? Yes. They, they literally only... took the baby out of her belly. <laughs> Holy shit! I know. Yeah. Okay, once again, 
literally a dry run for be invoked. So expect this with more context there. Yeah. But yes, uh, the Ide has just wiped out both sides. Can you imagine from... the Ideon doing a C-section with the glinting swords? I yes. can now. <laughs> but there's also, like, we, we skipped over it, but there are definitely a couple of shots of, like, uh, nude Kerala and with, like, Jesus, like, why are you, you so know, style energy that? coming coming like away from her stomach? <laughs> Big it's Jesus so energy. Okay. Yeah. She's okay. Like, the, ep- <laughs> the episode title is now Big Jesus Energy. Thanks for that. That's what it is. It's it's a fucking halo. It's just also, like a halo coming out of her stomach. Or you yeah, can, her womb is giving off radiant light. Or you yeah, like like it's fucking Moses it, in a in a Renaissance painting. You could name it Loggins and the baby's name. Loggins uh, and Messiah. Messiah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that's also a crossover, <laughs> you know. I'm okay with this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's the abrupt ending of It on Television. And as everyone mentioned earlier, there's no closing credits. They don't even play the song the episode is named after in full. You get a single line of it because the announcer has to talk over it. Like, clearly, yeah. that's where this track was supposed to go. Uh-huh. Well, and the weird thing is, okay, so the Ide says, okay, we gotta hit, like, the restart button on this humanity thing. Let's just kill all, like, they they don't even show any of the other children, so, like, Fard, fuck you, you're dead. Uh, Like, the girl with the little ponytail on the side, fuck you, she's dead. Well, she's definitely dead, if you she's remember. De- <laughs> yes. Well, no, I mean, like, in the TV show. Like, yeah, she's she a laser, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but, like, and the thing is, you send off these, like, young children and, like, some of them not even born yet to different sides of the universe, and they're just going to die of exposure and hunger. <laughs> like, no, it, they'll be fine. I saw that episode of Dragon Ball Z. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I guess, like, if the E-Day, like, continues on to, like, protect them until they can, like, fend for themselves, okay, sure. But, like, uh Anyhow, yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, the the television ending was so abrupt yeah so that's again let me let me just re uh pick up where i was going with that so the television ending of Ideon was so abrupt that even though this show had been canceled there was demand for a conclusion and that is how there was a road show of a compilation movie called contact and then Be Invoked, which was a complete redo of the last chunk of the series with the original full intended ending. Mm-hmm. It looks great compared to this show. Like, it's it's actual cinema animation. They're not reusing things. The fact that they changed so much of it in contact means that a lot of stuff flows better. And it could it... not flow worse than the television show we just watched. No, it can't. No. I'm not even gonna pretend. This, this might I... be the worst thing I have ever, the worst anime I've ever watched, like in terms of pacing. Uh, I've watched so mm. much worse, but I also know that the worst things I've watched are nothing you're likely to ever touch. So yeah, I, I can only I can totally see good. this case. I only watch things that are good. You just watched mm. it in. Well, <laughs> I only recreationally watch things that are good. You watched uh, Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica is fucking great. I'm just fucking with you. How dare you? Extremely like, good. You can't I, argue I with it. Oh yet. 
like Fletching like good enough that I'm concerned that these five episodes will turn into a full rewatch. I know I'm not going to do that just because I don't have the time. Like, would you say, like, at the end of this, this might be, like, jumping the gun here, but, like, if someone was interested in seeing any Idion, should they just watch the two movies and be done with yes. it? Yes. Oh, yeah. dude, absolutely. Uh, we still have In the last yet. episode, I was even agreeing with Chris that, like, we yeah. made a mistake with this season. Yeah, right, but I should... mean, like, in terms of, like, is it even worth watching, period? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. Like, this is a piece of garbage, but I cannot deny while watching it that it has been wildly influential. Yeah, I yeah. made the Velvet Underground joke early in this season, and yeah, very yeah. few people bought that record. Everyone started a mecha show. So much of the DNA of this show has been ripped off for later major works in mecha. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it a good thing that should be watched when the movie exists to sum up the whole original yeah. chunk of this. It It's just, it's amazing how much of a middle finger this ending is to to the audience for caring about any of these characters. You know what I feel I know. really bad about? The thing I feel the worst about is, uh, at the beginning, I was very high on this and I think Ryan bought it on my recommendation. I feel bad. I, I legitimately feel bad that I talked you guys into watching this as a whole season. It could be worse. Con- congratulations on wasting $100 and like 70 hours of humanity's time. <laughs> That's I'll only how long that it time took back. me to edit. They'll be fine. Uh, oh, I was just talking about our watching time. I know. Uh, Yeah, no, it's a fucking weird show. Fucking weird show. And it just nopes out. <laughs> It could be so good without all the dumb robot fights. I don't care about the robot fights at all. Well, and the weird thing about this is, like, I feel like it wasn't giving enough credit to the humans on the solo ship because, like, they're like, hey, could you, like, stop chasing us around for this? And the bu- and Doba's like, no, fuck you. I love how Doba fucking attacks Jolliver with a sword and then says, leave it to you guys to attack us first. But that's been the whole point of the Buff Clan this whole yeah. time. This yeah. whole show could just be replaced with that fucking Andre shit meme. Like, the, the what they should have done is just had all the humans on the E-Day ship survive and then wipe out the Earth the rest of the Earth humans and the Buff Clan and just start over there. Because that was sort of what the whole, like, this whole running end of, oh, well, the power of good. The E-Day wants to see the power of good. We're doing our best to be good. I get no. I get what they're going for is that the EA thinks they're be- the solo ship crew thinks they're being good, but they are definitely like becoming increasingly bloodthirsty against the Blood Clan to the point where like they're doing combat with refugees on Ajian, a place they already fucked over, right? Like, yeah. I get. I get they're going sure. for they are actually the bad guys, but they don't. That's what they're going for, but they do not like convince Sell them to make that save case. No. your final judgments on this. For after the films. Okay. Because yeah. they're going to shift some plot elements around. Okay, because, like, yeah, it just feels really incoherent in a way where, at the end, it just feels like the E-Day, or I guess Tomino goes, man, just fuck all y'all. Just get out of my, you know. <laughs> I'm turning this car around and uh, dropping off humanity back at home. 
I really think they only found out they were being canceled during episode 37 or 38's production. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the- I just thought of a good uh, We Have X at Home meme, which is, Dad, I want I want Evangelion. We have Evangelion at home, and then Evangelion at home is just idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's very It's good. not wrong. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, you know what's also funny is that like Cheryl, like her last scene is her like hysterically laughing and saying everyone is going to die. And We're she's all going to die. Right. We're going to be invoked. Thanks for saying the name of the movie, Cheryl. It's yeah. not the movie yet. Yeah, they call it invoking the E Day. Is what it means for it to like blow up and kill everything. Yup. Which is such a weird way to phrase that, but okay. And in fact, uh, what, the preview. What if, what if the legendary monster was humanity all along? the preview actually puts that in the weirdest possible way which is but dova invokes the darkest power of the e-day and that's how they give you the sign off before the final episode it's like that's not what happened at all no i mean like he 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 he's the last straw but like yes in that he rejects the peace offering but yeah yeah, and it's mostly because of space racism, because how can my daughter... <laughs> my daughter has miscegenated, yes. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce that word? <laughs> I might be I, mixing up two I, letters. I don't know, I didn't see it on a piece of paper. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> Googling it right now. Oh, uh, no, it's all good. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, oh, you you had, like, my daughter had sex with, uh, with a non-buff clan? She must die. Like, For what it's worth, rough. he might just be like, you should have been married. We're not sure why his upset. Well, he said, I think he says something to the to the effect of she that she has like defiled herself or like embarrassed herself toward to. Yeah, the but it could just be the that. out of wedlock thing. We're not yeah, it sure. Could, it, it could be. But like, I would assume I'm just I, being devil's advocate. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I like to me, it read more as like you bred with these other humans that you bred with the enemy. You're really treasonous now. And you embarrassed our whole family by doing that. So it's like the inverse of like what happens with like Bess, like Bess being like, no, I got to protect, protect the solo ship people. I can't give this to the Earth Army. They don't know what they're doing. And then his parents calling him treasonous. Good news. They died. Well, yeah, they definitely died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you see the ape planet. You see the ape planet again. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do like that. We go back to Wyoming. It is incredibly funny to me that, yeah, just in any hurry to get the final animation for this, we just reuse all the aliens. The last 20 seconds, there's like 20 seconds of good anim- of original animation, and then they just reuse it for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the fucking light spiraling off of the galaxy just looped like ten times. The fucking, the Kerala animation repeated like four times. Like, fuck off. The story goes that this ending just had to be shoved on there at the last minute, which is why the announcer takes over. Yeah. And so, yeah, I... It makes me a little sad that there really will likely never be a whole description of what happened here. Because I want to know when they got that note. What if I told you that art under capitalism will always be flawed? I mean, I've seen things that uh, Bandai does. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I am a Gundam fan, but that doesn't mean that I will defend Gundam in its entirety at this point, because holy shit. Gundam is bad. I just happen to like a little bit of Gundam. 
I I have I keep waffling on whether or not I ever want to like dip my toes into that. Don't don't watch the original just, Gundam, even though I like it. It is a uh, only slightly less slow than the show, but the plot is better. The only way to watch the Gundam original series is either read the origin manga, which is uh-huh. great and beautiful, but uh-huh. you have to or, read. Or watch the compilation movies, which are just so much better paced and give you the whole series. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably do that. I mean, not that I need more long-term anime projects. I'm already watching JoJo's. And soon you'll be watching Cyborg 009. And soon watching Cyborg 009. Punch out! We out! We out! (laughs) In, uh... Peace, y'all. Movie episode. Movie movie episodes will be free on the next feed. In, yeah, in two weeks, we will do one covering the Ideon films and expect a lot more excitement out of us. Matt, are you going to watch the uh, first one? That yeah, is a, I'm going to watch both. Version I think all of us watched. determined we were going to do a casual watch of Contact. Yeah. All right, well, then we might as well just talk about it up it. in the notes. Let's do it. I'm well, just going to make very loose notes about Contact because that's not what we're there for. It's pretty much just going to be, hey, this is what changes. I can't fucking. I cannot believe it. I'm so upset that this is what happened with all of my time. <laughs> it's just you know what? Piperloo and some unnamed baby. It turns out to be named fucking Messiah flying through the galaxy. Which I is... cannot believe that. Yeah. Reminder, this canceled show ended in such a way that people were mad enough to get two movies made. I'm I, mad I about it. I thought this was hot trash and I'm mad about it. Yeah, that's how insulted the public were by this. I mean, it's very funny, though, that they gave the baby green hair. Like, just so you know that that was Bess's baby. Yep. Because otherwise you'd be like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, I bet you that would have gone down differently if Gijay was there and not Jolliver. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I think that's why he died, because he was the last piece, Nick, and Ideon didn't really have a choice. Besides, uh, Kerala is the next best choice. Cosmo! Cosmo is also generally more peaceful. I don't think Cosmo wants peace. I just think he wants to not be fighting, which is different. Yeah. Right? It's not like that tree-huggery kind of peace, Nick, that Gijay is. Alright, that's reasonable. It's more yeah. like that isolationist peace. I mean, like, that 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 makes his whole, like, oh, this is the, the, the E-Day's power, like, right before he dies, like, seems slightly more tragic because he's the only one who realizes how dangerous that is. There's the good way to put that. Yeah. Cosmo is an isolationist and Gijay is a globalist. You know, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it in those terms, but you're not wrong. <sighs> all right. All right. We will see you all in two weeks and we will round out season two of Boku no Stop.